welcome to another episode of Rao Radio. I'm your host, Arujan, and we're here with another student trustee candidate. Can you introduce us with your name, pronoun, grade, and what you're running for? All right. Um, hi, everybody. My name is Anissa Rampersad. I'm in grade 11, and um, I am currently a candidate for the student trustee um, election for the 2021 to 2022 school year, and my pronouns are she, her. Well, first of all, thank you for being here. It's truly an honor. So, can you tell us a little bit more about what a student trustee is, and also a little bit about yourself? Um, well, I guess some things people should know about me are, um, I guess in terms of like character traits, I would say I'm very hardworking, and I care deeply about this um, election. I think it would be a great opportunity for me to, you know, actually put my ideas out there, and I think that they would be... Um, very helpful for a lot of people. And and I, I guess I want people to know that no matter what, I'll always be there to listen to them, right? I think that everybody deserves to have their voice heard and even their own ideas implemented because I think we all have amazing ideas and skills and talents and they should totally have a chance to have those things heard by the board and their schools and things like that. And in terms of my position as student trustee, um, I really, as a student trustee, I would really want to focus on that of mental health, um, equity and inclusion, and also better communications. That way students can get more involved with uh, the school and their board. Because like I said earlier, I, I've been on the ground floor for a long time as a student. Like this is my first time in student government. So I know firsthand that we all have like incredible ideas and those deserve to be heard. So yeah, I would say that's my current platform that I'm writing on. That is great to hear. Can you please tell us a little bit more about your core plans and policies that you want to establish in the YRDSB? Yeah, so um, I would like to start with the, of course, mental health. So um, I guess throughout this year, there have definitely been a lot of changes. And I think that, you know, we can learn a lot from what happened this year. And especially kind of how little support we have for students right now for mental health. Of course, we have presentations in the beginning of the year and, you know, Instagram posts from different schools throughout the school year. But I really want to implement a better support program that can run throughout the school year, because I think as you know, because school is such a big part of students' lives, there should be that responsibility to also like take care of them, take care of their mental health. And students should have better access to that support because they need it to, you know, basically um thrive in school and that's you know that's what we want so in terms of my plan it would be to implement a school year a school-wide program that would run for the entire school year and I really wanted to focus on you know the deeper problems a lot of teens have like that I've seen so um, not only just stress or anxiety around exams but things like depression or anxieties um, you know around the school year and even things like body image or self image, things like that, like especially with social media nowadays, it's pretty difficult to navigate and kind of, um, you know, stay mentally healthy. So I really think having better catered support to teens and, you know, really giving them deeper, more cohesive support as well, that is also more accessible, right? Like, I really want to, um, put out a website as well for this with learning modules. So 
there'll be different activities and students can learn more about these various issues. So things like symptoms and you know how to help others who may be struggling. So I really want it to be uh, definitely more uh, deeper and more cohesive and things like that. So students actually get the help they need. And in terms of like in the in-school program, I would really like to see uh, counselors uh, implement this pro um, program in schools that could perhaps meet like bi-weekly or weekly. Um, so that way students also have support in school, you know, they can see each other. Of course, this would be, you know, when the pandemic ends and we can all go back to school. But um, yeah, I think having that support from their peers and, you know, being able to do these activities, it will give them skills that they can use for life in terms of resilience and, you know, identifying when they themselves need help. So that way we can all have a chance to really thrive in school. I know that was pretty long and winded, but um, yeah, I, it's it's a topic I'm I'm pretty passionate about, and I think um, I think this year it's definitely been shown that you know passion is needed for that. And in terms of racial um, inclusivity and equity, uh, one thing I really wanted to do was give marginalized and low-income students more opportunities to get involved at the school and the board, right? So um, that would mean offering more positions for you know school initiatives we want to do because we really do need to gain more perspective and you know gain their experiences. That way, we can ensure that any school initiatives we're putting through are actually reflective of the student body and you know can actually be helpful for them. You know we don't want to forget any students and um, and I think now more than ever we need to be putting more resources and time towards actually helping the students like I know it's a pretty big um, problem to tackle but it's totally worth it to do that every student deserves a chance to thrive and every student deserves um, equal opportunity to do well in their future so giving them more positions and a bigger platform to have their voice heard and be able to give us the perspective we need in order to make um, a better school environment for them and you know really make it a safe place for everybody. And I also want to make sure these um, positions are also application friendly. So for like school or work, if we're going to be talking about equity, we need to be giving them, you know, actual experience or positions that will help them in the future for school because, you know, they're already at such a disadvantage that this is really the least we can do. And um, I know I, I said one other thing, sorry, I know I'm rambling, but um, the other thing was about communication. So really utilizing more of our social media platforms to actually connect to um, to connect to students across uh, York Region. Like I've seen on uh, we have around like 124,000 students in York Region. And the most I've seen for following in terms of like uh, social media accounts is probably like 2000. <laughs> so there's definitely more that can be done in terms of communicating and um I think also sending out a newsletter uh, made by students to give to other students that would definitely, you know, increase communication and actually let students going on, let them know what's going on with, um, you know, things like the wire PC for a student trustee and things like that. You know, students should be more in the know. As you might know, um, today's date is March 4th, 2021. So we are recording this a couple days uh, after the wire data speech student trustees all Kansas debate. How do you feel about your performance in the debate, as well as the debate's structure? Um, so I think 
I think the debate structure was pretty good. I thought it was um, pretty understandable. And I do wish we had more time to give our like full ideas. I think the 30 second time limit was a bit uh, restrictive in terms of that. And it's a pretty big debate. So, you know, this is where um, students really get to gauge what they think about you. And um, it may be a little um, difficult to, you know, get a good idea of what these candidates are all about with such a constructed time limit. But um, overall, it was it was pretty okay. And in terms of my performance, I would say um, it was definitely nerve wracking and a little stressful to do that. You know, um, it, it, there was a lot riding on it, but I would say I think I did okay. <laughs> I think overall, like I was able to get like most of my ideas out there. So, you know, kind of getting students interested and letting them know what uh, my platform is. And I think the biggest issue was just lagging out from the internet. <laughs> so yeah, I think uh, it was overall pretty good. <laughs> yeah, internet's been very untrustworthy nowadays. Now, is there anything you would like to say to our viewers? Uh, yeah, I would, you know, like to tell all of you to, of course, vote um, from March 8th to 11th. Um, it opens at 12 p.m. on March 8th, and it closes at around 8 p.m. on the 11th. And so I'd really just tell you to, to you know, use all the voices you have now and uh, really just vote for someone who you think best represents you. You know, it doesn't even have to be me. Of course, I would love it if it was. <laughs> but um you know, really just vote for someone who you think can help, you know, the problems you face now. This is supposed to be for you, you know, elected by you. So really just choose the best representation um, for where you are, wherever you may be in your life right now. And uh, yeah, so use your voices and um, I wish you all good luck in your decision. <laughs> and that'll be all for this episode of Rile Radio. Thank you, Anissa Rampersad, for joining us today. Stay tuned to our podcast and don't miss anything because we will be including more YDSP candidates and more amazing content. So stay tuned and rattle on. Mm-hmm.